0: welcome witch tree listeners um this is our first witch tree mini episode uh we're going to call them witch tree minis and we're going to release them alongside our usual episodes and basically they're just a little bit of witch tree wisdom for you Thought it might be fun um Hopefully we'll, we'll be able to give you some exercises maybe to do and, you know, give you the opportunity to, to uh, feedback to us and let us know what you think. Um, but yeah, and with me I have, of course, Paula.
1: Hello. We're so excited to, uh, to do this, to start these mini-episodes and um, give you sort of a, a little tidbit about some aspect of Witch Tree Magic. And so Pip and I thought that, for our first mini episode uh, we would start with what is a witch tree and there are a few a few different uh ways to describe what a witch tree might be uh to you it can be a tree that you feel drawn to a tree that you connect with uh it may also be a tree that makes you feel a certain way it could when you're around that tree when you see that tree You may feel a sense of your own magical strength. You may feel comforted. You may feel empowered. And it may be a tree that speaks to you. You may find that being near that tree, you gain new insights and wisdom uh, that, that the tree is actually helping you to connect with your deeper self and communicating with you in some way.
0: That's that's like the perfect summary, Paula. I love that. So how can we work with, with witch trees? I'm sure you'll have ideas of your own, but for meditation, for healing, to gain wisdom, as Paula just said. We all know trees are really calming. Um, so maybe if there's a tree, actually, that you like to hug, maybe that's the tree that you could... Work with a little bit deeper, find out more about and see if you can strengthen that connection. And of course, magical workings. Trees are great to work with in that respect. Um, and people work with them, which is work with them in different in different ways. There isn't a right or a wrong way. And Paula and I are going to give you examples of which trees that we have that we have found ourselves.
1: Yes, so... Um, over the years, I've definitely felt uh, strong connections to, to different trees. Um, but There is a specific tree that, both in terms of this variety of tree, but also a very specific single tree, which was a, a white pine tree, and that, um, that is growing on the edge of the forest right behind my house. And um, to me, this specific tree is a guardian of this liminal space. Between the mundane world and when I step into those woods, the the magical world, a a space that I really uh, feel a connection to my own magical practice and to the land where I live. Um, So just a little bit about white pine as a tree. Like all evergreens, white pine represents immortality and eternal life because it does not lose its needles in winter. What's interesting, though, is that white pine is a soft wood tree, and also the needles are very soft to the touch, and so to me, white pine is a really interesting balance between this tree that can last and stay green in the coldest months, but yet it it doesn't become hardened. It also stays, there's a softness to it, and um, I feel very strengthened and reassured by the presence of white pine. So when this particular tree drops some of its needles, um, usually in the in the spring and a few in the fall too, I like to collect them um, and I may burn a few of them um, in a small fire in my little cauldron and they spark and oh, that's beautiful. Um, I, I also like to sit under that tree or to meditate, when I'm making art outside, um, I love mm. to be around that tree. And then when I see other white pine trees out in the world, I feel that connection to that type of tree. And sometimes I feel that, that the original tree, the one that I feel that is communicating something with me if a white pine shows up at, at different points. And this is a, the white pine tree is used to cover the entire eastern seaboard of the United States. So it used to be everywhere here until colonists chopped uh, nearly all of them down so there are really are very few old growth pines left but the pines have come back and now there are all new forests here so to me it's also really a tree that is resilient and hopeful and i think that i feel drawn to it for those reasons as well
0: oh i love that paula yes yeah, so um I have more than one witch tree. I expect Paula does too. Um, but the one I'm going to talk about um, is a silver birch tree. And it's at the end of my garden. Not in my garden. It's actually in um, a neighbouring garden. And silver birch trees are really beautiful. They're quite they look quite delicate, and yet there's a real strength to them, I feel. They have small leaves. They make the most beautiful sound when the wind is going through their branches. and it's, it's gorgeous. And the, the bark peels. It peels off constantly, and it's really, really pretty. So for me in that respect i think silver birch is particularly powerful for shedding shedding what you want to get rid of and reevaluating um reevaluating life in general maybe reevaluating your magical practice but i i agree with paula in that this tree also feels like it's a, in a liminal spot it, it feels like it is a connection between everyday mundane life and the magical realm and I find it very easy to tap into the magical realm via this tree. So I used to do spell work in my garden and this tree would be in front of me. And I always found this tree, like I say, would help me access the magical realm. But also it felt very safe and very protective. And it felt like it was giving strength and power and energy to the spell work that I was doing so I have a connection to it and even on just just ordinary days I'll look at that tree and maybe give it the kind of a little prayer symbol or nod my head to it or say hi um it's I I love it I love it but you're right Paula because I think then when you see other trees like other silver birch um, you feel a connection to them automatically because of your connection to this first tree. I think it's a wonderful experience, actually, to have a connection like this with, with a tree. Um, and so I'm sure many of you do have connections with certain trees, but we have a, little, a short exercise for you and finding your own witch tree. So I'll just run through that with you now. And you can adapt to this, of course, but this is just an idea for you. So sit or stand with a tree that you feel drawn to. So for all the reasons that we've given you above, just some, one that you, you feel a connection to. Really important is to be patient and listen, to really listen to what that tree's um, saying. And that can take a while. Um, if, if nothing comes through, I wouldn't worry too much because you can always go back and try another day. But just just be patient. Know how you feel while you're with that tree. And if there are messages coming through, what are they? You don't necessarily need to analyse them at this point, but just to be aware of them. Because you can always go away and think about those messages. And do you feel like you could work with this tree? So do you feel like you could do more with this tree? Could you do meditation or healing with this tree? Could you ask this tree to help you with your magical workings? Um, Those are things that you can ponder after your experience with, with the tree. And before you go, say thank you. Definitely say thank you to the tree and importantly if you would like to leave an offering uh, make sure it's something environmentally friendly we want something that won't harm the creatures or the environment surrounding that tree and something that can easily decay and rot down without causing any harm so that's our idea for um, an exercise for you and we'd love to hear from you if you if you do this and and uh, feel like sharing kind of how it went for you and what happened
1: Yes, definitely. Oh, that was beautiful, Pip. I, I feel like um, even though I've been connecting with trees for many, many years, that that would be a beautiful um, exercise for me to do. Mm. I think that no matter how long we've been practicing magic, we can always connect in a new way with trees and, and with nature and have it be a very powerful experience. So I'm looking forward to doing that as well.
0: Yeah, even if you have already formed a connection with a tree, I think uh, you could still do this exercise, actually. It might be interesting to um, renew that connection or just to refresh that connection or just to see if if that tree has something else
1: to say to you. Yes, and I was thinking too that trees, they can communicate different messages in different seasons as well. So oh, yeah. I think, I like you that know, idea. if, you know the the time of year and the the, the weather the temperature also um, you can you can learn and different things from from the same tree depending yeah. on on the season too yeah um, well this has been so great and uh, we would love to hear about all of your witch trees so yeah, please really if would. you if you want to share um, with us we're on Instagram you can feel free to tag us at tell the witch tree um in your posts and we'd love to share your witch tree to our stories Um, you can also find us on tiktok and for listening we are on apple podcasts and on spotify and we so appreciate all of our listeners following us here at tell the witch tree
0: we do witch tree blessings to you and we will see you again soon bye bye bye